Strip Down Know Nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're sunny and light or dark and dense, from war on drugs to invisible fence, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He's the man who chased the moon. It's my co host, Evan. I watched as he passed, and he kept running on far over the hills and then beyond. I asked him, <laughs> Little boy, where have you gone? He said, I took the moon, I took the sun. It's my co-host, Saker. You just wrote a way better song than the song we're going to listen to this week. I like this song. Oh, boy. We're not going to get into it yet. Uh, That was an original composition, and I liked it. By Olaf Grungus. Olaf Grungus. Yum. Yum. Um, Olaf Grungus is a traditional Norse or Scandinavian? Scandinavian. Scandinavian uh, poet. He's known for... uh, uh, he is originally Swedish, uh-huh. but he emigrated to Iceland. Oh, interesting. Okay, in his late 60s. Yes, and everyone in Iceland is related to him, because everyone in Iceland is related. Wow. And as soon as you move to Iceland, you automatically become related no, to I think all it's, I think it's hard for you to get into Iceland. I don't think they... I mean, I think you have to marry in. It's one of those cultures. Wait, what? You can't, like, just be... Like, America, you I can... I can't you, move to Iceland? You can move to Iceland, but you can't be, like, a citizen. Really? You have to be in the bloodline. Yeah, a lot of places like, are like that. A lot of European countries. I had no idea. Well, you have to be able to prove like, like actually, you can't be like, like Germanic ancestry or you know yeah. Icelandic ancestry and things like that. I had to prove that I had Italian blood to uh, to be a part of Italy. Well, I Hot guess damn. you just convinced yourself, which yeah. is the best convincing there is. You're right. This I is should... called the Socratic method. Oh, the Socratic method. The Socratic. Well, hey. what would be the Socratic method? Oh, the Socratic method is uh, when you lie down on your back in a cold, dark <laughs> room. <laughs> well, I was about to say dusty, um, and um, you start just saying words to yourself until two of the words rhyme. Beluga. Tortuga. Up, oh, I got Done. it. Done. Okay. <laughs> and then you start writing a rap based off that. Beluga. Tortuga. I got so much puka in my belly, and now I'm about to go tuta. This is the tale of Captain Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. That's, yeah, there you go. Done. I just wrote Captain Jack Sparrow by the Lonely Island. Well, yeah. See? Easy. Well, you're sampling it. That's a great, uh, that's a great karaoke song. Me and a uh, uh, friend of the pod, Rick, used to do that song karaoke all the time. It's a good one. How come you don't like karaoke out in front of people? I don't like amateur songsters. All right. That's fair. I'm not going to... It hurts my brain to listen to songs sung badly. But everybody's singing me badly. uncomfortable. You are a writer, and you... Do you like every story that you read? No. Does it make you uncomfortable to read the bad ones? No, because I'm not sitting there with 30 other people. Like, <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable in readings when the story is when someone's reading uh, a story and out loud and it's very bad. Do you go to readings at conventions and stuff? Yeah, really. It's kind of expected. Why is it expected? Well, I mean, if they're if they're the thing is like if it's a famous author like like a Jeff Vandermeer or something at a reading, his reading's going to be Vandermeer. packed. Yeah, but like if it's like some nobody, right? Like me. Like no so one, you no to, one will come to. I go to other people's readings because it's you know. Oh I, no. it's But what sucks is if you're the only person there. Yeah, you can't. So walk I always out. I always bring a couple friends. Yeah, if okay. I can. I, I, if I, if oh, I'm, so you can walk out in mass. Well, no, we'll, we'll sit through the whole fucking thing. But, <laughs> sure. Um, okay. You know, some of the best stories I've got is from like, you know, one person readings or being in the you know the only people in the audience of the reading. That that reminds me of a lot of shows that we did when we were first starting out, where it was just the other like the band we were opening for was in the audience, and that was it. And those were always the most depressing shows of all. Because why are you doing this? What's the point, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because you're you... getting paid. You're getting those drink tokens. 
I, do you get you don't get paid? No, no. You yeah. get like usually you get like free con badge if you're like a presenter. That's not bad. And if you're like a, you know a big a big wig or something, like, you'll get like you'll get everything comped. But oh okay, I'm not that. Well, sure. I mean nowadays, we get the hotel room. We get the oh, gas. You do? We get yeah. We get a appearance fee. Wow! <laughs> I'm in the wrong fucking business, man. I fucked up, guys. Yeah, you certainly did. I should use the Socratic method and start writing nerdcore <laughs> raps. <laughs> Our new album is, is yeah. by the time this episode, well, this episode comes out in a fucking week. Beluga Tortuga. It's about the pi literal Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Okay. That's and it. what is the... An experience you had on it. What's the thrust of the song? Is it funny? Did you have a funny experience? Well, of course it's funny. It's a, You're doing nerdcore, right? So it's got to be hilarious. Uh, Yeah. I'm not sure that nerdcore has to be funny. In fact, I'm sure that it doesn't have to be <laughs> funny. You can just write about... You make other references. A point, yes. It's about references. Uh, You can just have a poignant experience on... Uh, do you think anybody's ever had a religious experience on Pirates of the Caribbean? Hmm. An experience where they get off and they're like, I'm changed. Yeah, like somebody who never really knew about pirates, like hadn't really experienced, experienced pirates. I feel like at least one kid over the course of Pirates of the Caribbean has like got on and been like, oh, a pirate ride. And then got on and be like, I fucking love pirates. <laughs> and then like grew up to be like a, you know, a doctor of piracy or something. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Going, he's like, there's still pirates in the world. Oh fuck. I'm gonna move to Somalia. And then, like, he just like goes and like learns Somali, you know, like starts taking like mega tankers and selling, you know, Air Jordans. Yeah, yeah. On the can black I, market. Can we loop back around? Because I think Dr. Pirate is a great name for any villain. That fucking rules, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. They, what would your... They don't preclude each other. No. Yeah, not mutually exclusive, though you may think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think we tend to think of pirates like we think of rednecks, right? That they're uneducated, unintelligent. Mm -hmm. Pirates can be smart. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. They have to be. Do they have to be? To outwit the English. Mm. Oh, we're talking classical pirates. We're not talking Somali pirates anymore. I mean, they have to be probably, they probably have some they have to clever. be strong. I think they just have to have guns nowadays. Well, that's but. strength. Guns are strength. Of course, as I've Everyone always said. Everyone knows. Yes. Yes. Um, but, uh, Which is why Texas is the strongest state. Well, it's the biggest. It could lay on any other states. It's not of the, the biggest. States. Alaska is the biggest. Fuck. If Alaska right. divided itself in half, Texas would be the third biggest state. If, well, hold Hold up. If Alaska divided itself in half. Yes. So if there's Alaska and small Alaska, a smaller uh, version of Alaska. I understand what you're saying. It would be the first and second biggest states. Wow. Because Alaska really? is more than twice as it's big. It's that fucking big? huge. Jesus Christ. I always thought it was like sort of small. No, it is enormous. Wow. Bro. All right, bro. Look at a map. Yes. Bro. But it's up Do there. Do you even cartography? It looks small. I thought it was as big as Hawaii. Hawaii is huge <laughs> down there. Yeah, each of the know. islands is as big as, uh, you know, Maine. That makes sense to me. That's why they call them Big Island. That's why they call them the mainland. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, hey, brother, it's hey. time to take the night. No. <laughs> Put it back. This week's song is called We Took the Night. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. We took the night. We chased the took it you got a lot of notes on this i hope i sure don't i have uh, a couple lines on we took the night it's a two minute song and it's very straightforward it is well is it very straightforward yeah. 
Well, let's jump right into lyrics. What did you think it was about? Well, that's a great question. Um, lyrically, I thought this one, uh, I said the lyrics are so vague as to mean absolutely anything. Like, it's a memory of a night you had with someone who's maybe no longer part of your life. Maybe yep. it's a memory of childhood. Maybe. I think it was like an old girlfriend or something, you know, like where you, a memory of nights you spent with friends or something like that, you know, like chicken spaghetti at Chickalini's, sloppy steaks at Trifoni's, sure. you know, it's a dangerous night. Sure. His hair, his hair slicked back. Uh-huh. Wearing your, in your white Cadillac. These remember. are the nights that we'll remember forever. Yeah. Okay. But no, I mean, we've all had nights like that where, you know, you're with a group of friends and you're just all having a good fucking time. Yeah. Right. And it feels like, you know, you kind of own the night. And you've talked about that, like going to Denny's and, you know, watching the sun come up and shit. Yeah. So that didn't resonate with you at all? I guess it did. I don't know. But You're it's speaking so... specifically to your experience. Wait, no, because this is more, this, this experience is intensely personal, right? Because I feel like this is two people. This is Jim and someone who I think Jim is maybe pining for, or I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I misinterpreted love in this song. No, or... I think, I think there's definitely, it could be read that way. I'm not saying it can't be. Yeah. Cause when you chase someone, I chased you. Like that feels very obviously like you're, you know, this is part of the, the, the mm-hmm. what is the process called when you're trying to hunting date somebody most dangerous yes, game. hunting and gathering process. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck is it called when you're trying to date somebody? It's the Courting? courtship. Court- Jesus. Courting? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. You're chasing them. Good God. My brain is broken today. I can't get the thoughts straight. Brain fog. Get out of there. I've been COVID testing every other day. <laughs> and I, I may still have COVID. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was definitely something about love. Something about wanting yeah. to... I get that. Like, I watched it. as you passed and you yeah. kept running on. So, like, their their paths have diverged. Mm-hmm. And uh, he feel, he's still maybe pining a little bit for her. Yeah. Or yeah. him. Or maybe this is Jim. Uh, the one time he's talking about the one time he decided to hunt the most dangerous game. Sure. He's like, I'm a, I'm a millionaire now. Uh, I hear there's an island you can do that on. Um, and he's just hunting somebody. Maybe he's a werewolf. I mean, to be honest, I did. I have in my notes that this might. I, I wrote this is definitely a song about a ser- serial killer through the filter of a sitcom, <laughs> yeah. right? Because the song counts. Song's kind of sitcommy, but also, I mean, it's very like you know, uh, we chased the moon. I chased you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were lost in time. It never mattered. It never will. Broken, scattered, run blind. Run fast, <laughs> too far. You've gone. I watched you pass and you keep running on. I chased you. I chased you. We took the This is definitely a song about a serial killer chasing someone in the night. This is a Jason. Uh, at, uh, and I think I think that's where um, either he catches his prey or he is killed because the song suddenly stops. Oh yeah, it's very very quick. So so I think he's like, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you, and then that's when the chainsaw takes his head right off. Yeah, sure, absolutely. The traps they set, the paint can that Kevin lets what'd you, fly. What do you think about the sudden stop at the end? I. Uh, did not like it. It's upsetting. It's scary, which kind of fits the theme, that discordant sort of like... Because the last note is also a little bit off, it sounds like. A little bit discordant, maybe. I chased you. Yeah. It's, it's like a fucking scary story to tell in the dark. It, yes. Oh, and then the hook. He found it on the car door. Oh, no, it's just like half of the men are like, I chased you. And they and then grab the person sitting next to you. Sure. We chased the moon. 
I don't know. What did you did you like it? I thought it was nice to see that Jim is still in there. Like yeah. because like he's been writing songs I like now. Yeah. Like uh, and to see that he's still like a musical grognard who's like, "Hey, what if I just ended in the middle of a like a stanza in the middle of like a line and just stopped the song?" Sure. Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be amazing? They rumor has it that this song was recorded on the day the album was supposed to come out and they had to put the album out the door two minutes and 14 seconds from the time they started recording this song <laughs> they had exactly enough time to get this song on the album i got those tape negatives there that's right yeah they mixed it on the fly it was wild um i don't know i thought it was also kind of refreshing to hear a bnl song that doesn't outstay its welcome yeah this was a nice quick it was an in and out um and i really liked i liked i think i like jim's voice it had a really like 80s rock vibe to it this yeah. song like a cars song or like the edge with the edge from u2 doing the guitars yeah yeah so i guess so i liked what ed was doing on the electric guitar like the slow guitar riffs yeah i do, see i don't even nothing about this song struck me almost at all it's hard to remember what happened in it or what it sounds like or it literally if you remember the title of the song you know everything there is to know about the song i got it okay there you go cool um like jim has just become such a much better songwriter since the beginning really like Compare this to Spider in My Room or, you know, In the but Drink or I Love You. Wouldn't the YouTube commentator that you watched argue that Jim is no longer interesting? The YouTube commentator that I watched was a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Fair, I guess. I mean, Spider in My Room was his favorite song. Because it was interesting. I got to say, there's something to that. This song was so uninteresting. I don't know if he's better. I liked this song. I did not like Spider in My Room. I didn't like either of them. But I think if I had to pick, I liked Spider My Room more. I like the the Stony uh, Powwow Singers. Stony Park, yeah. Stony Park, yeah. I like. I I at least thought that was interesting. God, am I siding with your YouTube guy? I can't say the same for I Love You, but yeah, I can say, bad. I don't know. He was doing weird things with his weird voice too. <laughs> and this one, he's just like pop music. We took the night. Yes, we did. Like I don't know. It doesn't. There's nothing to it i like this one defend yourself uh how dare you i liked it had like an 80s vibe it felt like a like i said it's got like a sort of rock it's like a slow jam rock not a slow jam but like a rock song um you know sort of it's got some sort of synthies to it got a little piano got jim rocking out man yeah yeah i guess so this uh, circling happy hour at gramelia's man (laughs) this is where we're back to the sloppy steaks and chicken spaghetti um Looping back around to the kind of horror vibes of it, did you catch horror vibes from it? I mean, no, but now that you mention it, yes. Okay. Like, I can definitely see that. Because, like, when I thought about it, I also thought, on the lookout, we also kind of got those, like, uh, mm-hmm. Cthulian sort of... I think of... we're just... I think we just think Jim is a spooky guy. <laughs> and that everything he writes is therefore, like, seen through the lens of spookiness. Yeah, maybe that's true. He is kind of spooky. I don't know. I think it's that smile where he just takes his lips and just pulls them back from his teeth so you can only see his teeth like this that's he it's a good look we're both both doing it (laughs) yes we are this is a great thing for doing on a podcast (laughs) listener if you will just take your lips peel them all the way back from your teeth so that you're scoot them in you're the 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 part of your lip that's usually on the outside is pressed up against your gum Mm -hmm. on the front and back if you have to manually get your fingers in there that's okay push them down Mm -hmm. it should be hard to talk you should sound like this if you're trying to talk You, you, can, you wouldn't be able to say any P's. Yeah. Uh, or, P's. Uh, yeah. Elm. 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 El- an elm tree. Elm. <laughs> this, this is good podcasting. 
Um, Isn't that like a, a ventriloquism, right? Where you, ventriloquism is mostly learning how to say other like letters that sound like other letters. Uh, probably like so, because if you say you, it's like trying to say like instead of P, you say the the or something like that. Oh, really? Like you get practice that like your THs instead of P's. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Healthy. 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 There you go. Um, I like that your first thing your ventriloquist went to was help me. <laughs> I mean, when I think ventriloquism, maybe it's also, maybe I think Jim is spooky because he doesn't age. I mean, maybe, mm-hmm. oh, is Jim related to Mr. Clean? Is his, is Cregan just like a bastardization of Clean? I don't think they look at all like each other. Well, before Mr. Clean went white, he was a redhead. Okay. Okay. It took me a second to parse that because before Mr. Clean went white, kind of freak, kind of like, <laughs> like oh, oh, white hair. <laughs> yes. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, I, Cregan and Clean do share a lot of uh, Cregan, sounds. Cregan, Cleanin, yeah, Cleanin. 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 I think Cregan is Irish for cleaning. Uh, that maybe he's called. Uh, well, I'm Cregan my house. <laughs> he's called. Get the fuck out of here, Meister Cregan, <laughs> in, in Ireland. Um, yeah, no, Jim's warbling. Kind you of want the full Irish? What, what? You want the full Irish clean or not? <laughs> Craig or not? <laughs> Craig and proper. Um, his warbling was interesting. I, I did like his kind of warbling on this song. I liked he's the, doing... yeah, where he's, um, I like the harms, like, hanging out for a chance. And like, yep. one goes high, one yes. goes low. Or I, the, um, I did love the harmonies. I on this watched you. I love that. he goes so. he comes in high but you know i think a lot of people do sympathize with you on this because a lot of people on the youtube empathize were like, empathize, empathize not sympathize so what's the sympathize is when something bad happened to you <laughs> is that empathize is where you can understand put yourself in the situation sympathizes yeah when you are not necessarily emp- emp- empathetic but you are all you can feel sorry for somebody okay i see so they can. Em- so nothing's wrong with my liking this song, Sager. <laughs> well, I got your implied I don't insult. Know. Um, but like the YouTube for this, people are like, "This is the best song on the album. Mm-hmm. This song is so good." I was like, "Really? I don't know." Well, of course they're gonna. I mean, that's like every song though that is BNL. Because uh, like res- the only people who are still listening to BNL are people who really like BNL. Yeah, I responded us. to every comment with, "Jim's not gonna suck your dick, man." On the YouTube. I think these were all Jim White Knights who were trying to make him feel good. You know Jim's a biter, right? Ooh, 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 He'll bite you. <laughs> it's very purposeful. It is not <laughs> accidental. <laughs> Even on stage, they can't get too near him. <laughs> um, Comes at your teeth first. I did I did feel... You say the song is very 80s, but I, I feel like it's very like... Maybe an 80s, 90s sitcom to me. It felt like, very much like yeah, it could be the yeah, theme song. But like the... the like the sting uh, i'll be watching you like i imagine like playing under this song sure again we more took the night dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah yeah i can hear a mashup of those i can't do it so don't ask me to put it in here but i could hear it I'll put a little bit in right no now. no sacred has to edit this uh, in yes, one this day. is a quick turnaround um, oh no, you got to, you got a week on this one that's true that's true. So fields of fields of barley, fields of gold. I've been watching you. Here we go. And uh, also, uh, Godsmack. Okay. <laughs> we took the night. We chased the moon. Great. Hope that was at all <laughs> listenable. Um, the bridge is nice. That's all I got. I'm done. Yeah. I mean. 
Me too. Okay. <laughs> it's like, what is there to say about this fucking song? It's, I don't know. And the fact that we can't say anything about it. What, I like what, the, I like the line, uh, and we were lost in time. It never mattered. It never will. It never mattered. It never will. Because, Ooh. I mean, obviously it matters to, to him. Right. But it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. And so much of our lives don't matter, like, in the grand scheme of things. Like, things that are important and especially tying into the very personal nature of this song because he's talking about a specific night that happened Mm -hmm. to him and somebody else or Mm -hmm. somebody else's but um and so it's specific to him it's important to him but again these people might not even remember Mm -hmm. that's it's fun i think being a person and talking to people who you like say if he met this this girl again or met these friends again to see what they remembered if it mattered to them at all yeah it's like this this night held such deep personal meaning for me and then they're just like "Eh, don't remember yeah yeah i don't recall that yeah that's probably true if i went over all my memories with you i would imagine that you're probably not going to remember any of them right and it's it's that's the that's the fun thing about memory is like you can take such you never know what you're going to like remember especially that's like i mean raising a kid like i have no fucking idea what he's gonna remember i have very vivid memories from my childhood oh yeah but 99 percent of my childhood is nothing oh yeah yeah and like the shit you remember is totally random yeah like why is it why is that there? yeah 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 do you do you remember the night when you and i got drunk at your place took the mat we took it we went out and we flipped the manhole cover and we went into the sewers. Oh. And we, do you remember this? Starting to come back to me now. Yes, we discovered we that underground so slime. Yeah, we were just sliming, just roll, night crawlers. Right, yeah. Well, you, you kept trying to convince me to go through this one pipe. And I said, <laughs> you said, look at me, I'm Mario, it's I'm warp Mario. warp zone, warp zone, warp zone. <laughs> and we found that underground lab. that little flute down. But yeah, you did find the flute <laughs> in the pipe covered in shit. Um, and you kept playing that thing, man. My son does keep finding musical instruments at the playground. Like oh, whistles no. Whistles and things. We're like, no, don't put your mouth on that. No, 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 no. It's too late. No, we always rip it out of his oh, hand. Nice. Um, and look like bad parents. No, you're good parents. No. No, we look like bad parents. Oh. We're like slapping a whistle out of our son's <laughs> hand. Uh, this album has been a real mixed bag of, of themes. They've all been a mixed bag forever. But no, I'm talking, I mean, you're talking about quality. I'm talking about thematically. I'm talking about thematically. Really? Yeah, like Gordon. What's the theme on Gordon? The theme is youthfulness. We got a song about a city. Livelihood. We got a song about Yokoono. We got a song about a million dollars. We got a song about killing someone. We got a song about the flag. We got a song about I don't remember. What I it love. Was. We got a song about the flag because you don't know what the song is. Yeah, it's called about. the. It was called the flag. It was. But what was the song about? Oh, the Canadian flag. Yeah, let's go back and listen to of the flag. We'll put in a little clip of our flag episode. Right. Put in our entire flag episode. Right. That would be a way to pad. We took the night is by inserting the flag into it. Um, let's talk about some. Oh no, I bet those episodes are so cringy. I would not go back and re-listen I'm to that. I'm interested. I remember I, I used to mix the woohoo hoo way too loud, uh, and it was my friends talked about accidentally driving off the road here. Um, there's some other versions of the song though. I only uh, got the acoustic version. There's an acoustic version, which is note for note. The same yeah, I like song. how much fun Jim looked like he was having. Like, you I, got the impression he doesn't get to be in charge of things very often, and when he does, he really enjoys it. Yeah, it, it looked a little bit to me like he was in pain, maybe. Well, that's he's just because really... he's getting into it, but also he's doing the thing where he takes his lips and puts them back <laughs> in his teeth a lot <laughs> when he true. sings. And, you know, some people, that's how some people smile, so no, you know, no shade, no shade on that. No shade. Um, but, like, I, Jim was rocking out, and, like, I felt, like realized how important Ty was to the BNL sound and the harms because it sounds like there are harms with him and there are harms without him. And you can right. see when he sings and you can hear his voice sort of more in the mix. And like having that foundation there of Ty 
really deepens the sound. Interesting. Uh, on the harms. Because he's not a good singer. He's not I'm a bad singer. I mean, we watched him do fucking Blister in the Sun or whatever. And he was a fun singer. Yeah, he did Queen. Yeah. I wouldn't say he did Queen well. He, but did, he did it Queen. better than I could have. Oh, you would be great, Ev. Don't degrade yourself like that. No. Um, You're not getting me to go to karaoke, bro. But, uh, but I don't know. It's fun that he... Because harmonies are really hard mm-hmm. to figure out. I mean, like, you have to understand a lot. and I, I Or you just have to have someone figure them out for you and tell you how to sing. And but then, then you to sing. memorize them is hard. I don't know. To know when you're supposed to I don't know. Them. Like... When you do you sing along to songs in your car when you're there by yourself or with other people? Do you I sing along? Only listen to podcasts when I'm by myself. Okay, so you don't listen to music. No, and you don't sing along with it. No. Okay, well then you'll have no experience about this. <laughs> but when I sing in you my car, try to harmonize. I almost always harmonize. Really? Yeah, it's fun. You you must understand a lot about music. I mean, I think instinctually on some level I understand like thirds because that's all you have to do with a harmony. Really? Yeah. Sing a song right now, and I'll try to harmonize with you. I want no. <laughs> what was that? I want to be an invisible fence. Okay. Okay. So do it again. Ready? I, I want to be an invisible fence. fence. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's real good. Thank you. Um, how about the le- oh, I keep it still. Is he saying like I still have it in my memories, or is he yeah. saying like oh, I will never. This this night is still. This night is. I keep yeah. it still. I, I keep yeah. nothing moving. Yeah. Only we only have daytime now. Yes. Because Jim has the night. I took the night. Do literally. You ever I want it to be dark stole again? Stole the concept of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you see the live versions of the song? I saw the acoustic version. I said. Okay, but there are other. They're live in oh, concert. Oh, I wanted to say talk about the thing about the acoustic oh, sorry, version sorry. is when it ends when that stop like you it Kevin's hands and he like pulls his hands off the piano like it's fucking hot <laughs> like like remember. it burned him <laughs> like he's like. Huh. And then Jim goes, yeah. Like, he, like, looks around like, we did it. We did it, guys. And I don't know if it was, like, we did it, like, good job, fuckers, after 16 takes, you yeah. finally stopped. Or, like, yeah, we got it. I need to watch them more, because I just listened to them. Oh, no. It sounded exactly the same, except it didn't have the, like, Ed's electric guitar. It had it on the yeah. Know, yeah. acoustic Well, guitar. you just, you've noticed so many little personality quirks about the boys. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. You're a real Sherlock. I'm a real Shrinklock. Yep. Um, did you watch it live at all? I didn't find any other live versions. Oh, okay. All right. Tell me about them. Um, just as boring as the other versions Paint me a I picture. wrote. There, he, Jim does not vary this song ever. Um, in one of them, he does like, there's a super extended intro where they just keep playing the... The Mortal Kombat theme. But yeah, they just sort of keep playing that for like, I don't know, like 16 bars until Jim jumps in. I don't know if he's they're changing guitars or whatever or a string broke or something, but it's very weird to me. Um, but yeah, it's not interesting to me. This song wasn't interesting. I feel like it'd be a good palate cleanser in a concert. I guess so. We, actually... we just got you all super hyped up with the Big Bang Theory theme song, and now it's time for We Took the Night. Brother, love to tell you Brother. this. Brother. They did play it in 2018 when they came to Express Live in Columbus, Ohio. We've heard them play this song live. I looked up our concert. No memory of that night. I know you don't. And uh, to be honest, I have very little memory of that day too. But because we didn't know any of these songs. So I was like, all right, get get back around it. It's all been done. Come on. Let's do those first seven albums again. Uh, so when they started playing fucking Passcode or Duct Tape Part, I was like, all right, I don't know this. We're just going to have to move on. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I guess that's it. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else. Okay. Um, Let's go to the mascot mashup, buddy. Oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. So, 
Who is the mascot that represents We Took the Night? You already know who it is. I know, but I'm pretending like I don't. It is alt-right icon Moon Man. No, it is <laughs> Mac Tonight. Oh, I love Mac Tonight. Who was co-opted by the alt-right. Yeah, I hate that. But. Well, it's weird how they did it, too, because like they just took a bunch of like songs from rappers like and had put him in them and replaced the lyrics with hate speech but the thing is they're basing it on songs from like black rappers or in reggaeton songs and things like that that's what like the the videos that popularized moon man as an alt-right oh nazi symbol okay i didn't know that at all so it's song parodies yeah he's like dancing and singing and uh he would just put yeah so it got to the point where at&t has its like speech to text filters or text to speech filters where it filters out like moon man and like various hate speech stuff that he was saying wow yeah really weird okay but anyway back let me take you back to a time when we were probably more racist Uh uh-huh the 1980s late 80s i feel like as a culture we were 100 percent. i mean watching 80s comedy yeah okay fair enough we were racist sexist we did last night yeah it was all those things yeah and more was it racist it was racist was it racist I don't know that it was. The white guy was the bad guy. The uh, there was a, a Hispanic character that there were no Hispanic jokes about. He was just yeah. taken as a regular, you know, character. I mean, most of everybody was white in the movie, but you know, yeah, that was I mean, just it's very like, sexist. But sexist for yeah. sure, and homophobic, and homophobic. Yep, you're right. Uh, but so, not yeah. racist. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> we t- did it. Two strikes. Yeah. Well. Three white guys watched the movie and one black guy, and none of us commented on the racism. Yes. Uh, well, none of us noticed it. Yeah. I should tell you the movie we're talking about Ninja, Ninja Academy. Academy. <laughs> classic film. No. Not a <laughs> classic in any way. Um, but yeah, you know, Mac Tonight, sunglasses, moon, head, piano. So plays, he sings the Mac the Knife song. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know, he was played by Doug Jones. The big guy? The big guy. It was his third acting job in Hollywood. Oh, my God. He's played Doug Jones for about three years. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. Voiced by Roger Bear, who you wouldn't know from anything. Uh, but he was, Mac the Knife was started as a promotion to increase uh, post 4 p.m. sales in Southern California. Uh, that's so specific. And he increased it by plus 10%. And hey. they're like, hey, 10% more people are buying Big Macs. So let's make it. Let's take this guy national. Wow. So, that's yeah. wild. Wait, people weren't having McDonald's for dinner. McDonald's was just a lunch food. Mostly, it seemed. Well, huh. I mean, they were. There just weren't. There were ninety percent when there could be a hundred percent. Sure. Okay. Got <laughs> right. it. Yeah. I they want that plus ten percent, buddy. So um, he was uh, designed for boomers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because at, at that time, if you don't remember, there was like a um, uh, a push for like a revival of like nineteen fifties music, and uh, he's got like this sort of like old hollywood vibe because he like drives around in a fucking cadillac and plays he's the piano man plays the piano and like rocks his head back and forth and whatnot uh he flies around on a giant cloud or a big mac okay um, obviously uh he's got like a sort of cult like following nowadays i think i think so yeah Yeah. but um well in the (laughs) alt-right well i still love him Uh, did you ever this is wildly specific to our uh locale um did you ever go to that gigantic mcdonald's in warren no. Okay. They had a Mac Tonight animatronic. I actually researched all those. There's at the one piano. left in existence. Really? Okay. It is in, um, let's see. World's largest entertainment McDonald's. 
Okay, and where is that? Orlando, Florida. Oh boy. It is a 19,000 square foot McDonald's. Holy it shit. It offers exclusive menu items only in this place, such as brick oven pizza, Belgian waffles, pasta, custom omelets. They have pizza there? They have brick oven pizza. Oh my God. It has okay. a 22 foot tall play place has a 30 foot tall ronald mcdonald out front that lights up 30 feet it's got a fucking hamster wheel in the play place this for kids sounds to run amazing in. it's got a hundred game arcade jesus holy shit and it's got a bunch of old shit like an animatronic uh you know mac the knife playing piano wow i want to go there if we ever go to florida okay i'll go with you sounds good it's in orlando it's by uh, disney world uh yeah wow okay so they have the only one left yeah there was one in um I want to say Illinois or something, but it got refurbished in 2018 and they took it out. Well, what happened to it? What do you mean they took it It out? It got real sick. Oh, no. Oh, poor Mac. Poor Moon Man. He can only dodge the the law for so long. Yeah. He's a killer. Yeah. I was yeah I remember I remember loving that growing up. That what did he play one. though in in the war in the one did he play just like I, I think it was uh, show tune standards. I think it was uh, Mac the Knife. I know he plays Mac the Knife normally, but like it, just, it was I just Mac the Knife. What else he played? That part doesn't stick with uh, me. Do you know why they stopped using Mac the Knife? Uh, why? Because they got sued by the estate of Frank Sinatra. Bobby Darren is the guy who sang it. Oh, his okay. estate sued them because he they had not given. <laughs> they just did it. They just did it. Damn. So yeah, they retired the character, but. He was brought back, 2007, Southeast Asia. He's still around. <laughs> really? That's why I sent you that little commercial. Oh, I didn't watch it. Should oh, I watch it now? Watch it now. Alrighty, I'm gonna watch it now. Here we go, baby. <laughs> so, um, we just watched a couple of commercials of Mac tonight from Singapore, um, and. I've forgotten how freakish his face is. <laughs> Truly, how scary. Yeah, like you couldn't hug him. Oh He'd no! You have to turn his head completely sideways, or he would. If, like eviscerate you. oh yeah he would go right through your chest yeah uh i presume the, the, it's very sharp yes both his top and bottom of his head are incredibly <laughs> sharp um and the man's we- a killer weirdly the man is a stone cold killer <laughs> weirdly in singapore instead of having him play the piano he plays the saxophone which is the least likely instrument for a man with an enormous chin <laughs> to want to play right because yeah, he has to angle it to the side yeah right? that sucks yeah. that's just weird well he's he's learned to live with it i sure i guess do you think he hurts himself with his spiky face? Um, I don't know. Um, mm, probably. Okay. Probably his, his hands are all covered in like blooded, bloody oh, scratches. Viscera. <laughs> yeah. How does he sleep? Like he has to like, uh, like the elephant man where he sleeps like sitting up with his head, like his big head in between his two knees. Oh yeah. Or he'll. Maybe he's ha- got one of those things they have at the, uh, the optometrist where you put your chin in it oh, or yeah. just to keep your head straight. Yeah, so you don't. Yeah. Probably got one of those. Um. Man can't lie on his stomach. That's for sure. Yeah. <sighs> Perish the thought. Uh, I'm just happy that Max Knight is still around. He's yeah. still getting play out there in, in Asia. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Um, so how is this song like Mac tonight? <laughs> well, <laughs> good question. It has the word <laughs> tonight. Night in it. Yes. He, uh, he took the night, right? He increased, just like Jim and his unnamed conspirators, uh-huh. Mac the knife or Mac the night, Mac tonight, uh-huh. uh, increased, uh, percentage of <laughs> more people. He got more people out. In the night, cooking and eating hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Jim or Mac tonight? Both. 
I, I don't know. recall when Jim got people out eating hamburgers. Yeah, for the concerts and everything. But uh, <laughs> and, you know, if I say it quickly and move on, he won't question it. <laughs> yeah, hanging out for a chance, like Mac the Knight, still hanging out. He was cut out in uh, 1987 because of the soup, the, but he's hanging out waiting for his chance to come back uh-huh. in Southeast Asia. He's got it. Uh-huh. He's going to grab that. In a shadow, in a glance, yes, that is Mac the Is it a shadow? Is it a glance? He looks at you, lowers his shades. <laughs> Sure. And uh, our memory spins because if you remember, the pianos that he was on kind of twirled around. As he oh, was, did they? Yeah. On a rotating stage. Yeah, yeah. And especially, in, and he's on a cloud too, remember, when he's on those commercials. So they sure. also twirled around. So we chase the moon because we're all chasing the moon because we all want to lick of that chin. Sure. We're going to cut our tongue cut our tongue right out. Yeah. We're going to punch our tongues. So yeah. Um, and of course, uh, the blue light is in reference to the blue neon, light special from Kmart <laughs> that too but also the neon glow the blue neons that, that are always framing Mac tonight if you'll oh. notice he's always in like a blue a bluish sort of background blue filters that sort of stuff interesting so um, and just like Saker Jim has chased Mac tonight across the globe life. my yeah. whole life oh so this is so the line uh, too far and you've gone I watched as you passed and you kept running on is about trying to catch Mac tonight. Yes. Okay. But he's gone. But he's he gone. got sued out of existence. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's very sad. Yeah. Oh well. He was lost in time. He never mattered, and he never will. Damn. Well, that's once the whites whites got a hold of him. <laughs> once the whites got a hold of him. Yeah, Jesus. you know. Uh, um, Nordic Nordic Brotherhood. Sure. Once, once people Nord- started wearing those Mjolnir necklaces, yeah. and uh, yeah. I mean, that's just sort of the they take it and then they ruin it, and then it doesn't matter anymore. Wow. Okay. Like a cat shitting in a backyard. It did never matter. It never mattered and never will. Broken, scattered. Like the dreams of Mac tonight. Wow. Sad. Yeah. So, um, sounds like a pretty cool dude. Mac tonight playing his saxophone on top of that 24-hour McDonald's. Someone from the parking lot yells, Hey, bud. Somebody dropped a rapper over here. Mac tonight looks down. It's a man whose bald head gleams in <laughs> the moonlight. And it's Mr. Clean with his mop and his bucket. Who wins this fight? So, Mr. Clean, bodybuilder, mm-hmm. immortal, well, <laughs> unager. Mm-hmm. He can die. Yes. Um, he's got weapons. Mac tonight is he's, his piano. He has his saxophone. He's got a sharp he's face. Got, he's got a sharp face. I think he also carries a knife or a pistol. Oh, really? I feel like Mac, if any, if any character is concealed carry, it's Mac tonight. Yeah. I feel like he's a mafia hitman. Oh, really? I just get like sleazy lounge singer from him. Right. But he's got, mo- he's mobbed up. Yeah, maybe he is. He pays protection. Right. For so certain. He probably carries like a, he carries one of those little tiny pistols and like a, a, a derringer, a, a derringer in his, uh, on his ankle holster. Okay. So he goes for that. Okay. But Mr. Clean's running at him with his, uh, his sharpened mop. Okay. And, uh, he probably shoots Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean takes a bullet, but like, is a bullet from a derringer going to kill Mr. Clean? Because if Mr. Clean gets a hold of Mac, yeah, like I think it's over. Well, let me see. So here's the deal: is I think, um, I think Mr. Clean's AC is probably a 17, right? Or maybe an 18. What's he wearing? He's got natural armor. He's not wearing anything but his oh, t-shirt. Oh, okay. So you're just hand waving natural armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you do with monsters. I know. Is you hand wave. I know. Uh, so what is what is um, what's Mac tonight's uh, attack. ranged attack bonus? Um, well, he's got some good dexterity because he's been playing that piano. Okay. Probably has point blank shot because he's practiced with his derringer. Okay, great. So he's at uh, what level is Mac tonight? He's a bard. Okay, I think he's probably a level. He's probably pretty high leveled. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, so he's got a, a he got an attack of like plus six, and then we'll add in like plus three decks, so nine. Okay. And then his point blank shot is ten, so ten. 
Plus 10? So all Plus he has to do total. is get an 8 to kill. Yeah, he's got a good chance. Right, I'm rolling a d20. Oh, no! No, he missed! <laughs> he got a 3, uh, listeners! He missed. He, no, you don't think he misses? I think he shoots him, but I think it just, like, it's a glancing blow. Or like. it just, yeah, it hits him, and it's Master Clean just goes, <laughs> and just, like, brushes <laughs> brushes the blood right off. with the fucking side of the broom. Or he, like, he like shoots him, and Mr. Clean gets hit, and then uh, he, like, does, like, one of those predator things where he just takes out this, like, packet, rips it in half, and, like, puts dust on oh, the wound and goes, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> just pops back out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just boils wow. out, and uh, yeah, then he gets a hold of Mister. Cl- gets a hold of Mac Mac tonight. Oh, what and, a uh, bad, bad roll! Oh man. So I think yeah, I think Mac tonight gets a vi- gets killed by yeah. Mister. Clean. Yeah, see, gets a hold the, of him. The dice have told us. Yeah. So <laughs> all right. Well, well we can sorry, see if, Mac tonight. We can see if Mister. Clean hits Mac tonight. I mean, what's Mac tonight's AC? Sure. Oh, he's a bard, so it's probably much lower. We're say a fourteen. Fourteen. And I think would you still want to give him the same plus ten? Mister. Clean is he? What's his class? Uh, fighter. Is he, he a fighter? He's not a fighter. He's probably like an expert because <laughs> he's really good at cleaning. <laughs> okay, all right. So I'll give him, let's say he's a, he's a 20th level expert, which okay. gives him like a plus eight. <laughs> okay, great. Well, and then his strength bonus because he's okay. super strong. So we'll give him max. We'll give him a plus five. So we're talking like 13 here. And then. What? Well, so Mac tonight's AC is 14, so he can't miss. You can still roll one. But I, it's match and beat, I thought. Well, let's see. Let's no, see. you always miss on a one. All right, critical fail. Yeah. Nope. No, he, no, he, he hits fucking him. hits him. He fucking he stabs him. him. Sorry, Mac. Sorry, Mac. I would have loved to keep you alive, but Mr. Clean is just too strong, <laughs> yeah. and the dice are with him. He's a beast, man. He is a beast. All right, well. He's our he's our Verner's gnome. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't know. He's our bumblebee. He's going like, to take it all the way to the final round and be killed by the techno I, drum. I, <laughs> that fucking sucked. I hate that tournament. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to rating this song. Ev, as usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes it's wearing, the better. As usual, we start with you, Ebbo. Where does this song fall for you? I remember a time in the ancient days, the first raindrop, before anyone had to wear clothes. Uh-huh. It's a time that Jim and I would frolic together in the uh, <laughs> open fields of Elysium. Sure. Um, Elysium, that's a, good, that's a good heaven to go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you want to go to Elysium. Valhalla. Yeah. yeah, fuck Valhalla. That was last any, episode. That was a week ago for us. I don't want any fucking bearded beardos coming at. I don't want fucking Nordic Brotherhood coming at me sure. with uh, with their you know in old great axes. Okay. No, no, we're just walking through these fields of gold naked as the day is long, with our hands brushing the stalks of wheat that are never harvested because okay. there's always enough food and you never need to harvest. They're just there to look beautiful. And then big, big. It's one of those like uh, '80s things where. You see us, but you also see us in profile and like a sh- in the sh- in the um, like a, a filter, not a fate, a faded version of us in okay. the background looking up. And uh, we, our hands as we're brushing the weed, we touch fingers and we look at each other and go, "Are we going to do this?" And Jim goes, <laughs> <laughs> "He's smiling, giving that smile." <laughs> yeah, I say, "Is this really happening?" And then uh, we touch, and our hands sort of fingers lock together, and uh, then wind whips up. I say, "Wait, what?" He said, "I thought you were pure." I say no, no, no. I'm I'm married. I I have kids and everything. Like, what? You were promised to me. And then the wind takes, blows my hair back, takes me away, and I'm Jim, Jim. And he goes, I will find you. I will find you. And then 
the sky breaks open darkness and uh it's just me getting whipped up by this tornado he's running after me but um this tornado has whipped up all the sheaves of wheat and they're they're clinging to my body and they're dragging me down while dragging me up which is down because uh-huh. we're in heaven and the earth is below us. <laughs> the earth is above us but like it's you know oh you're being pulled back down to I'm being earth pulled back down to earth oh you were dead this whole time yeah i've always been dead wow i was born dead oh no yeah so covered in covered in weak stock wheat stocks uh-huh. um I burst out of the uh, the darkened sky and smash into the earth and uh, okay. crawl out and I look up at the star and I just see this little twinkle and like the twinkle of light on Jim's tooth as he oh, smiles no. at me. But uh, yeah, never to meet again because oh. I was not pure. pure. Wow. I should have saved myself for him. So how much clothes were you wearing? I just, uh, pre- uh, uh, t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> You forgot the cork and seed of the. No, no, it's because the the wheat is over me, like the wheat the wheat shabs. Right. This 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 was a good song. I liked it a lot. Is it a best song? No, no, no. no it's a good song. It, it's co- the wheat is covering my chest and pants. I got a t-shirt and jeans. Okay. Worth. It's good. I got bare arms. I got I got arms enough to hold the, hold them up to the the sky, as if I if Jim would pick me up again and take me into his bosom, but he never will. His bony bosom. Got it. We're done. We're done forever. And he says, I will forget you. This, this never so, mattered. Oh my God, Jesus. This never mattered. It never will. <laughs> there, sure. There will be others. Yeah. In heaven, you lose all your memories. Anyway. Yes, an angel has no memory. Wow. That's sad. It's sad thinking that you'll never hook up with the people that you loved in life in heaven, right? Why would you? Well, because you want to see them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you won't. You don't want to? For me, <sighs> the year is 2022. Um, and, uh, I have moved out of my house and I've moved to Guadalajara. Uh, the reason I moved there is because I'm being hunted in the United States (laughs) by, um, well, it's this mysterious figure wearing all black and it's uh, close, close calls several times. But he doesn't have a passport. I could have died. What's that? (laughs) He doesn't have a passport, so he can't get out of the States. (laughs) That's correct. Yes, he uh, he can't get out. Well, you know, I just thought if I changed my name, moved somewhere far away, I've never had an interest in Guadalajara, so, you know, I'll just go somewhere I've never even talked about before, right? That way he'll never find me. Except you did this podcast. Fuck. Then he listens to all the old episodes. God damn it. Um, Wait, he's talking about exactly what I'm doing. Six years ago? Wait. What is going on? That's because... Wait, is he you? He's you. He's okay. Dead. He's definitely you, right? <laughs> this is you. I hate time travel. <laughs> so one day I'm just sitting outside on my porch in Guadalajara, and I see a man walk up to me, and I immediately start, and he goes, no, 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 no. This is where it ends. And I say, this is where it ends. call the police. Call my friends. <laughs> Please don't, and he don't says, tell my dad. He pulls out a, a knife, and I know I'm helping. I don't have any anything on me. I'm not strapped. I'm not packing. I left my gun inside because I thought it was just going to be a regular night. And uh, he says, uh, this is how it has to be. You are an anomaly. And he takes off his mask. And of course, it's me from the future. Of course. It, well, don't, don't call the twist and then get upset that you called the twist. I'm sorry. My, my rating of a song is filled with tropes. I'm sorry. What? Oh, uh, nothing. I was talking to myself. I was just thinking about Jim smiling at me. Oh, uh, what a sweet man. Yeah, he's a good smiling guy. Smiling at you while he says he'll never <laughs> love you again and he's going to find someone else. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he, it'd be rude to ask him to wait. He slits my throat and then he says, uh, now there's only one true seeker. Uh, and I am the one he touches, he puts two fingers up the inside of my nose and he starts doing something with them and my body starts shriveling like a husk. And he says, 
Another body for the chupacabra. And then he uh, jets off into the night wearing a turtleneck black suit uh, onesie. Uh, his, his feet are open, so he's just doing barefoot down there, and his hands are open too. But for the most part, he's pretty fully covered up, uh, and he's sucked in the power of yet another Saker uh, into his body. The uh, last Saker. What's that? The last Saker? He said there's only one now. No, he's the last one. Yeah. yeah. Now he has all the power of all the Sakers of every alternate universe, which means he's almost as good as a normal person. Which Yeah, which means he's neutral, because if it's an infinite number of universes, there are an infinite number of Sakers that are infinitely stronger, but there are also an infinite number of Sakers who are infinitely weaker. So he has become no more powerful. Yeah? He's always exactly as he has ever been. Wow. He's That's in perfect great. balance. Well, he may have been one of the stronger or weaker ones. Right. Oh, so he might have been he... stronger to begin. He's actually probably one of the, almost the, he's probably started as the strongest one, and then he was just killing all the weaker <laughs> ones. So he's got progressively worse. He started at the top of the pack, and now sure. he's just in the middle. Sure, sure, sure. Why can't I? I can't sleep through the night anymore. I don't like this. <laughs> I hate killing these sakers. Every time I. Um. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, whatever. This song is fine. We'll be right back with. We get the pee every twenty minutes. <laughs> it's all the Donna Vanegan Ladies podcast. Hi, Evan. Hey. Um, let's say you got a contract to do a Food Network show. Mm-hmm. What, what are we doing here? What we got? Mm-hmm. We got? What's your Food Network show? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's that's the golden that's the golden standard of shows. Like you get, HGTV or a Food Network. HGTV, you're like working in a like you're doing like remodeling. But I feel like anybody can get an HGTV show. Right. Anyone who flips houses can get an HGTV show. I feel like show. I could do that. Yeah, but that's like work and like management like a food network show you show up everything's already prepped for you in little bowls and you just go like well depending on the show i was gonna say you're you're presuming that those famous chefs don't do any of their own cooking they don't i mean they do their cooking on screen but everything like they do prep work like all the prep work's done by like aides and you think that in the house flipping shows the house flippers all the work is done or they're doing no but you still have to like manage people or something like because i feel like the house flipping shows are on a way lower budget because they're just filming something that's happening anyway yeah. Whereas the food prep shows are staged. Okay. All right. I can't, I'm following you. I'm following you. Yeah. So. What was the original point of this? I can't remember. You're a good food network show. Okay. Right. What's my food network show all about? Yeah. It doesn't have to be prep. It could be like a. I mean, who wouldn't want a diner's dive and some dives? Sure. Oh, if I could travel the world? I mean, what is my ideal show? That. What kind of show would I get? Saker's Gross Greases. I think that's exactly what it would be. It would be like, we put eight different items into this cup. Let's see how many he can identify when he drinks it with a blindfold on. You just, uh, you go up to fry, because almost every culture has fried food. Yeah. And so what you do is you get the, you get the fried food, you set it aside, and you just take a spoon, you dip it into the hot oil. Oh. And you just like, you just like sit there (laughs) until it cools down a little bit. You're like, Okay. And then you get back in your car and drive away. <laughs> oh, so it's sipping the grease. Oh, yeah, you gotta, no, you gotta do that, that Food Network show where you like you take the sip and go, mm. and then you have your signature line, which is, couldn't build that with a lot of bricks. <laughs> That's pretty good. Can we come up? Can That's we punch? signature line. That's pretty good. Can, uh, let's punch up. Couldn't build that with a lot of bricks. What if I took a sip of the grease and I said, mm, put that on a hanger and call me in the morning. <laughs> is that good? Is that better or worse? Put that on a brick in a hanger in the morning. <laughs> hanger, I hardly touched Hang it. Hang a brick in the morning, goodness. Um, yeah, uh, better wear a helmet because this bike's going to crash. Um, yeah, okay, I could see myself doing that. I could see myself sipping grease from all around the world. The big thing is what's the show called? What's the pun on, um, what if it's called From Here to Grease? Uh, uh, a, a food travelogue. Yeah. Uh, okay, what's your show? Um... 
man, I I feel like your show is maybe the show where you prep for the other shows. So it's you like <laughs> chopping things and like talking about your chopping technique, dicing. I'm not really. I mean, I'm okay at chopping, but I'm not that good at it. So I'm just I'm just a mediocre cook. <laughs> That's not bad. The mediocre chef. The mediocre chef. That's. Well, a I don't know. Show. I just uh, just put, I just kind of eyeball it. Yeah, tonight, You're gonna want to put a little handful of this in, probably, and just keep tasting it. Tonight, I think I'm just gonna do ramen. Like yeah. I'm not really feeling it, so no, no, it's not I'm, really order, easy. I'm ordering out. So you guys want to sit here and watch a different show with me while the food comes? <laughs> I love that. A takeout show. I just take the take the take the camera and push it towards the TV screen. No, no, film this. Film this. <laughs> this, this is the fun part. Yeah. I'm not doing anything interesting anymore. I mean, I'll give some color commentary. Sure, sure. Oh, so it's sort of an MST3K sort of. Yeah. Uh, what we wait. We make fun of other Food Network shows while, so you don't have to pay for the rights. while we wait. That's genius. While we wait for our order to show up. That's great. I love that. And we go to a city and we take, it's called Takeout Takedowns. That's genius. Oh man, that's our $10,000 idea. It is really good. <laughs> Except I feel like a lot of people on the Food Network are kind of nice people and have like gentle souls. So okay. like making fun of Guy Fieri, he like goes home at night and he's like, yeah, they took me down again. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't know if Here's, I want to be around anymore. The other thing is, Guy Fieri doesn't give a shit about your opinion. <laughs> Guy Fieri yeah. is too rich and too powerful uh, to care about. He's got what... those frosted tips. Oh my god, those give him immense power. <laughs> he's wildly powerful. But he's like a fundamentally good person too. So I'd feel bad making fun of him. But I'd make fun of like Paula Dean and like Mario Batali and uh, Wait, Bobby Flay, like all the assholes. If it's good nature, I mean, this isn't like. You're not watching the show and being like, what a shithead. You're watching it and doing MST3. Like, you're making references and little jokes and jokes. You're not, like, watching to make fun of the person. So MST3K does not make fun of the movies they watch? Hold on. They do, okay. but... Okay, I just wanted to... It's been a while since I've seen it. I might have forgotten what the entire premise they, of the show they was. they provide commentary. Okay. It's just you watching with your funny friends. And it's not like, wow, isn't that guy fat? It's like, uh, you know... Hey, welcome to the circus. <laughs> Famous MTK. Welcome to the circus. Here I am, Tom Servo at the circus. I'm Crow at the circus. <laughs> so they just list all of their names. and It's me, Gypsy, at the circus. It's Cambot at the circus. Do you think they're going to stop calling her Gypsy? They're not doing any more seasons. Wait, they are doing more seasons. They have another Kickstarter out right now. Yeah. That's a name that has to go by the wayside, right? Probably, yeah. Hmm. Just the racial slur? Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a shirt with her on it when I was a kid really liked I liked all the characters Cambot was my favorite uh, Cambot is the camera that's taping the show okay what does it look like it, well different in every season sometimes it looks like a robot holding a camera my favorite version of Cambot was the season 8 version where it's a round floating sphere with like a tube coming out that's a camera and like mm -hmm. design all around it and I thought it was cool as fuck uh, I was super into Cambot. All right, never mind. It was like my password for things in high school. Oh, I'm going to hack all sakers. I'm going to go back in time and hack your... <laughs> back to fucking Hotmail. Hack your Hotmail accounts. Hack your, your Yahoo mail. Your Excite. My Excite? I never had an Excite. I had a me at me.com. Me I'll hack your um, MySpace profile. Brother, I wish you would because I forgot what the password is. <laughs> and one of my students found it my first year of teaching and I couldn't take it down. Um, you know what else deserves a good hacking? <laughs> you know what else deserves to be taken down? Oh, takedown. That's going to be Summer Twilight Book Club. That's right. A podcast where two dumb bitches Stop. put their social work degrees to good use by discussing the horniest four books of their teenage years. Uh, this is still listed as a continuing podcast. Last episode came out January 26th, 2020. 
Uh, episode 14 of season two, The Revenge of New Moon. Sahana and Kat disagree more than they ever had in an episode all over the movie ad- adaptation of New Moon. Boy, oh boy. Now that's Stephanie Myers. She deserves. She's actually okay. She's not a J.K. Rowling. Has she- is she problematic? She's a Mormon. Oh. And she, I mean, not saying Mormons are inherently problematic, except that their church is anti-gay. Oh, and, uh, you know. That's fair. Okay. Um, you know, I feel like they're, a lot of aspects of their religion are inherently problematic, like a lot of aspects of many major religions. But, but I mean, I think. You can be a good person and also be a Mormon. Isn't, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of tenets of, of Christianity that are anti-gay. Right. But there are, are pro-gay. Yeah. Uh, but, Pro-LGBTQ. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I think that. I mean, Mormons seem, the Mormons I've known and met and talked to seem like, you know, just regular people. They just happen to believe something that's a little bit, you know, out there. Sure, but sure. They're not like Scientologists where it's like a straight up So cult. what's what's your take on Stephanie Myers? Um, her books have a lot of problematic elements in them. And uh, I don't really like the fact that Belle is a cipher and uh, doesn't really cipher? Ha- cipher. Like she's, oh, just doesn't have a ton of agency and sure. that she's really like, and again, I've, never read the books i've seen the movies <laughs> okay. so i have just read i read plot designs and like critiques of the books and things like that so um so i can't really i'm not speaking from a position of knowledge on sure this. my favorite part and i've never read them nor have i watched you know the she's movies, she's not where, strong without a man sure uh i like where jacob falls in love with a baby that's oh my... or the baby and prints on the baby yes absolutely and the movie is where the baby has like an adult face like they like they wanted the because the baby grows up in the movie right uh-huh and but when it's born it has the it's a baby's body but it has like the actress who's going to play the baby as a kid's face superimposed <gasps> on it oh no yeah it's oh i hate fucking, this yeah it's terrifying oh jesus it's a fucking nightmare christ that sucks oh wow do i hate that i hate that a lot yeah my partner we do a horror we do horror movie days where we watch horror movies and my partner put all the twilight movies on the horror movie list oh, and then God. what he would do is as soon as we started watching the movie he'd be like i gotta go full close and he oh. would just go and do work <laughs> no and we would just sit there on the fucking couch watching an entire twilight movie and then he'd come back and he's like how was it it sucked wow. fucking sucked wow that sucked i did not like them oh, but man. I'm not saying they're inherently bad movies or that they can't be there's nothing to commend them but i did not enjoy them okay at all fair enough they were painful to watch great for me. all right um well, you know what else is painful to watch? Well, that's <laughs> the new video episode of Interstitial Live at Extra Life 23. I'm trying to think of other things you can watch. I don't think there's anything. Uh, anyway, that's a podcast that you should check out and check into. Thanks, Sahana and Kat. Bye. <laughs> and we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. I'm going to vamp while Evan eats some bread. Mm. And we're going to spin this big wheel. Tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel. Did I do it? Sure. (laughs) How do the characters in this song die? Well, (laughs) I mean, considering it might be a horror movie. Yeah. I don't know. So I feel like they're running. This is at camp. uh, What the fuck is the camp that Jason's at? Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake, yes. This is at Camp Crystal Lake. It's dark. It's a dark, moonless night, right? Because well, the, the, we oh, they chase the moon, so it has to be some moonful. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, it's a full moon. Sliver, sliver. Mac tonight is out. Mac tonight is out. Yes, absolutely. Mac tonight is out tonight. Interesting. The way you phrased it makes me it makes it sound like you've said something interesting or important when in reality it was gibberish.
Um, and Jason is chasing this counselor. There's no music. We just hear the sound of the two breathing, and every so often a, a panicked a yelp uh, from this uh, this camp counselor. And uh, and uh, that's how she dies. But how does Jason die? Jason being Jim. Yes. I don't think he can die. Jimson. He dies again and again. Oh, and he always comes back? His life is constant pain because he keeps getting electrocuted and killed and um, you know, shot into what space. What brings him back? Different stuff. Sometimes he gets electrocuted back into life. Sometimes he was never... Because Jason has a lot of different... Uh, like, He's a little kid in the first movie. In the okay. second movie, he's just a dude with a sack on his head. And okay. then he becomes like, you know, the juggernaut Jason or whatever the fuck going forward. And I mean, he gets like... He just heals. He's just unkillable. Okay. So he's just unkillable. Basically. Great. Hadn't been killed yet. He goes to hell, comes back. But there's never any explanation as to what supernatural force makes him He's a fucking ghost. Oh, he's a ghost. He's like a ghost inhabiting a meat shell. So then what we must do is eliminate what gives ghosts their powers, which would be uh, Limbo or the spirit realm, right? Yeah. So when the spirit realm goes away, that's how Jason dies. We just destroy an entire demiplane. Yeah. So maybe. So how do we destroy a demiplane? Um, we um, fucking make a... We hasten Armageddon. When the war between heaven and hell occurs and the angel, the seraphim, fight the uh, demons of hell, the various uh, clipoths and uh, internal circles, and lo, there shall be a beast with three heads, and it shall rise in fulfillment of the scriptures. And the first head shall be of the one of a lion, and upon the lion's brow shall be, upon, shall be the seven gems, one for each of the tribes of Israel. And it shall breathe upon the... No, I can, go, I can do this that forever. That was really good. <laughs> I could do this forever, but um, I'm going to say... So, like, in the, in the war, when everything is destroyed one of the first casualties will of course be the uh, interplanar realm of okay. limbo okay 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 so okay. it'll be destroyed so we just need to we just basically need to become christian dominionists okay and hasten hasten, hasten global warming hasten armageddon hasten okay. uh, religious rule because the sooner that everybody is uh, everyone is oppressed yes uh, by no our one. religion then that means jesus can come back finally okay so what are you going to do personally i'm going to start work on the nuclear bomb uh, like more work on like a double nuclear bomb. I am going to um, probably start a intellectually dishonest YouTube site where I uh, preach sort of a Jordan Peterson style esque sure. um, uh, like things that make logical sense right. but are fundamentally evil and also um, tricky in such a way. Like you know uh, the thing about black people is that they want extra rights <laughs> but you also start every episode by unboxing a new elmo's world toy yes, yes. just to get people on yes. board because it's a youtube thing so i start out yeah i start off with like a oh do you see check out this new line of funko pops yes exactly and then you as you're unboxing it and like oh this is cool check this out anyway so black people so you <laughs> yeah. like just weave it into so your think narrative. about socialism is sure exactly okay um wow okay we're getting there yeah. so how does jason die he dies when saker and evan hasten <laughs> armageddon, armageddon. <laughs> great okay perfect uh, yeah i was thinking these two guys die in like a uh, um like a one-upsmanship contest it's just two guys like each trying to outdo each other okay and it, the, the uh, dares get progressively more and more dangerous until i dare you to chase the moon till you can't see the moon anymore <laughs> uh. i dare you to take the night put it in your pocket <laughs> Sure, and they come up with ways to fulfill these. Yep. And then they, uh, they one of them falls off a cliff. On the one of them falls off the lookout. The other one is bitten by a poisonous spider, and they die. Yeah. And then uh, um, their obituary is um, Billy and Samothy Cregan dead. 
didn't matter, never will. <laughs> Damn. And the epi- epitaph on their both of their tombstones is, I love you. It's, prob- <laughs> it's probably better that I'm gone. Yeah. Oh, Jesus That's Christ. a good epitaph. It's better that I'm it's gone? It's probably better that I'm gone. Oh, the epitaph on, or the, in their uh, obituary, it says, uh, Jesus, hold his hand when he goes up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it said at Peterborough on the Corinthus. Um, all right. Great. Well, Great. these wheel segments are getting short lately. I don't know. All right. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Fuck it then. Who gives a shit? We're gonna get this. We're gonna get these ups to a half hour. No problem. <laughs> we started. We've we've we reached a, a height in the middle where they were an hour and a half each, and now we're cresting down the other side. God, I hope so. All right, here we go. Wouldn't it be great to like go bang out like six eps? Fuck yeah! In like a half hour. That would be great. That would give us a lot of bank. Oh man. All right. Uh, we gotta get to emails. Here we are. Here's an email from our friend, Greg Memories. Hey, Greg. Hey, Greggy. Uh, the email's called Things to Do in Chicago. Ooh, Chicago. You got to get that Portillo's. You got to get that Lumalnati's. You got to go to the Shed Aquarium. Well, you're, I think you maybe You got to fist fight Al Capone. <laughs> this email was sent on Sunday, June 27th. And it says, so me and my wife drove to Chicago for the last summer on Earth tour. Only to go. discover once we got to the Chicago theater that the tickets are for 2022, not oh, 2021. No. Sad face. Since we're in Chicago anyway, what do you recommend we do and see while we're here? Ever faithfully, Greg Mamories. And here's a picture of... Oh, I'm so sorry of, for uh, both of you. Greg and the Lady Mamories, who are in front of the poster that says June 27th, 2022. It's nice that they still have they have the poster up. Weird. An, like a year, a in, year advance. in advance. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking... I think it's four people like uh, like like the Mamory family who uh, are here on the absolute wrong day. Um, I These two... I just want to say, look like what I would expect BNL fans to look like, <laughs> for better or for worse. That is absolutely no slight, no diss, but y'all look like BNL fans, and I love that about you, so stay golden, pony boy, and uh, I'm, I'm into it. So, what what are some fun things to do when you're trapped in Chicago uh, two months ago? <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Chicago a total of one time in my life. Oh, yeah. I've been there twice. Well, you're... You're the senpai here. Absolutely. Uh, I would go, uh, what the fuck was that pie restaurant called? Tell me about the fun things you did in Chicago. Um, well, I didn't really do much because I was there for a wedding. So, uh, But we went to the Shed Aquarium, which is a pretty cool place. It's like a big, uh, big old aquarium. Full of, I remember there was a like a like a SeaWorld style like dolphin show or some uh-huh. shit, but it wasn't like SeaWorld and that the dolphins were trained. They just kind of like swim around and the lady talked about them. Okay. Um, and then there was... Lou Malnati's, which I want to go to, but I haven't had the chance to. The Chicago-style pizza, the deep dash. Oh, I've been there, my friend, we've got, twice. We've got a Giordano's here, but it wasn't really that good. Uh, I think I'm falling out of love with Chicago-style pizza. Oh, I can't follow you there, my friend. I think I am. I'll follow you down, but not that far. That's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got Lou Malnati's delivered once. I went to Lou Malnati's once. They were just fucking I've never great. been to Lou Malnati's. Oh, okay. It yeah. was great. Yeah. yeah, Giordano's is fine. Yeah. I would say Lou Malnati's the better. I know. Um, what else did I do? Portillo's Italian beef, man. The second time I was there for a convention, so I didn't do much. There's a Fannie cool... Mae Pixies. What? Fannie Mae Pixies. A little chocolate with nuts in them. Oh, okay. Long Grove apple pie. Oh, are you still listening Brown things Brown bag. That Long you Grove like? apple pie. Lezza's let them eat cake. Chocolate cake. Eight pound chocolate cake. Okay. <laughs> that sounds really fun. Um, I, uh... I plan most of my vacations around food. Sure. Where to eat. As you should. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You should always start with the restaurants and move backwards. God, there. fucking. Here's my problem, though, is that I don't remember anything. I, I was like, I went to a great burger place. 
I'll never be able to look it up again. Don't remember the name of it. Don't remember. I, I went to a great coffee shop. Fuck if I remember what, what it was called. I or I rode in a taxi for the first time in my life. Ever? How Never. old were you? 24. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I just have always... I mean, taxis really aren't... They are a thing in Columbus, but they aren't really a thing. No. I mean, ride chairs. They're, they're really, they're really, really a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. But, like, even back back then, there weren't... The Uber and Lyft didn't yeah. exist. But at the same time, like, I had always had a car, had a friend who had a car. Yeah. And that's, I guess, my privilege talking, but... Um, yeah. I will tell you that the one thing I do remember, Mamory Clan, is Bang Bang Pie and Biscuits, which mm. I really, a great, great pie shop. Oh my God. Loved it there. Loved Let's it. make out some stuff that they could have gone to. That's exactly what I was going to suggest next. Um, if you're in Chicago. Chicago. Yes. Uh, you Chicago. should, uh, visit the International Armor Museum. Oh, the Armory. Yes. The Armory. Arms and Armor Museum. That's correct. They've got it all. They've got the best... Portuguese man of war, a full replica of a Portuguese man of war from the Spanish American war. The Portugal didn't get involved. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that fell apart so quickly. <laughs> just, I could see it. I could see it getting out from under me. Uh-huh, it's just uh-huh. getting away. Um, I like the part where they only have armors uh, that people have died in. Yes. Uh, it's just big, like tears open yep. where cannonballs yep. have ripped those things the are armor. usually, you can get those on real cut rate sales. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, who wants a full order to the armor when you can have a hole in one. <laughs> Um, another great thing to do in Chicago is the ground needle. You know how like um, like the CN Tower, mm-hmm, that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Chicago's got the biggest reverse skyscraper Dips in the country, deep into, into that the, earth. Yes. That's correct. Uh, you can go up to the look at. You can go down to the look down. Uh huh. Or the look in. Down on the look, look down. Yeah, so it's, hell. Just a, it's just a glass room. There's just dirt and rocks around. It. Glass. Can, yeah. Uh, it's got the, oh, it's got a glass floor too, so you can look down and, and, and see, see the see dirt and rocks. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like being buried alive. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I like it is. this. You can just take the take the elevator down all the way down. Yes. Except that there's always like all those Christian protesters out front because, you know, they don't want people to go. They think that, that they are, you're scraping hell. Yeah. Well, you can And this hear, is a portal for demons. You can hear the muttering. You can hear screams and muttering. If you put muttering. your hands to the... Yeah. yeah. You put your... Yeah. Um, another great thing to go to, of course, is the... Um, oh, fuck. You want to take that boat ride. You want to take the boat ride down the river, uh, and it takes you from... <laughs> that boat ride down the river. Yeah, the architectural tour. The indoor the real, swamp. The real reason you take the architectural tour is that it takes you from the McDonald's on the east side of Chicago uh. to the McDonald's on the west side of Chicago, so you kind of get the whole full McDonald's experience mm-hmm. of Chicago. Start and end with the Big Mac. That's correct. Yeah. As they always say, Mac, they give Mac little, this morning, Mac tonight. Yeah, they give you little tickets. They give you little tickets for a Big Mac at every, That's correct. At every McDonald's you they pass. They call them a Tic Mac. Yeah. Very yeah. strange. The, the, the Big Mac tour. Uh, Big Mac Trail. <laughs> the Big Mac Trail, yes. <laughs> you know, they've got two, point two miles to the next McDonald's. And of course, you should definitely visit the Grossbeck House. Hope that answered your question, Greg. <laughs> you should also visit the uh, uh, Carmen Circle uh, Library Branch. There's a really nice librarian there. Her <laughs> name is Stacy, and um, she's super nice. And um, she really helped us out when we were looking for a copy of uh, Judy Bloom's Super Fudge. Wow. <laughs> While you were on vacation in Chicago. Sometimes you just want to get the fudge. Sometimes you got to have that fudge. You got to get that fudge. I feel ya. Hope you didn't die in Chicago memories. Thank you, Stacy. <laughs> Ebo. Okay, let's get out of here. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm full. <laughs> can't build that out of bricks. <laughs> I don't want any more. Can't hang around. Can't, can't hang around that. Uh, Ebo, uh, you are new to podcasting. The podcasting game. Yep. Uh, uh, first episode. How do you think it went? Not bad. 
It's weird that we're going to be releasing this so much later. We probably should have... You know what let's do? Let's start at the beginning of Gordon and then go forward from there. Oh, yeah. Does that make more sense? Yeah, I think instead of, instead of doing... Um, we took the night as our first song mm-hmm. because we did it according to started in the middle of Jim's songs yeah, and worked we, our we way just, out. Like a spiral. We had a, I, I printed out the title of every Bare Naked Lady song, oh, all ran- 900 of and them. And we do them randomly. And we put them in a hat. Yeah, yeah. we were going to do it randomly. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I, as, I think we did. I, I don't know, man. Do, should we do this podcast? No. <laughs> let's be honest. Let's, let's scrap it and start it's, over. Let's start. Weird that we also had this whole, now we have to figure out this whole mascot mashup thing where like, are we going to do that just for this album or for the whole yeah. podcast or? Yeah, and I mean, I mean, we made up somebody for him to fight. Yeah, Mr. Clean? Yeah. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> we made them up. All right, we're done with this podcast forever then. We're deciding. Yeah, yeah I think we're going to cut it here. Great. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll never see you. Ever. <laughs> <laughs>